0: Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
0: The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator. From fighting crime on the streets, to crime in the stars.
1: In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles... Jim, what do you mean you have an idea? It's a game changer, Kate. Pierman? Yes. Nelson's making an anonymous phone call to Detective Garcia's office. Is your plan to still let everything go through the court system? That's still the
2: plan. Jim, these tests are quite important. You need to start learning how to access some of the circuitry.
1: You can see this line on the chart at 300 feet. Where most can only see it at 20 feet.
0: Oh, what do you think I'll be able to do eventually?
1: You'll be able to process language on the fly. Kate Angela, we've made an arrest. Great work. Was that Garcia? Yeah, they got Harris. She's in booking now. There he is. Contemplating your escape, Jim?
0: Ah, uh, no, I was just admiring the view. Especially that wood duck.
1: That house must
0: be half a mile from here. It's actually 860 yards. I have to confess, Sokate, this whole thing bothers me a bit. You were off in Denmark chasing a dangerous fugitive
1: who nearly killed you. And I got my butt shot. It was your head. Are you sure you still want me?
0: I want you to be my partner.
1: But I'm your partner already.
0: No, my business partner.
1: And now, episode 27, A Fork in the Road.
0: I've thought long and hard on this, and I think it's a great plan.
1: All right, let's hear it. What's your big plan? The B.H. Detective Agency. Bonds and Hawk. What? Are
0: you crazy? Okay, the H.B. Detective Agency. You get top billing. Think of it, Kate. Our own detective agency. You and me. Uh, Jim,
1: how... I mean, what... what would we investigate? I can't just jump up and leave the force to spy on cheating husbands or find lost cats.
0: Kate, think this through. You're a little jaunt to Denmark. How were you able to pull that one off?
1: I had comp time coming.
0: Yeah, and you were lucky that you could wrap things up over the weekend. Now what happens when you get an assignment that might take a whole week or, or a month? How are you going to do that? With me, the detective agency would be your cover. You'd come and go just as you please. Jim,
1: I've worked too hard to get where I am now, just to throw it all away. To be truthful, I'm not fully committed to joining the IDF on a full-time basis. I may be in their administrative system and have the badge and all, but I'm not yet committed to being a full-time IDF agent. You're not... No, I'm not.
0: And what about your father?
1: What about him?
0: Without the IDF, how do you plan to find your father? You think they're just going to let him go? and it'll come waltzing back into your life? I don't
1: know what I think right now. Things are coming at me a little too fast. Well, I'm going. What? Going, going where? To
0: the IDF. For me, it's a no-brainer. I know the department's gonna put me out to pasture. Well, this old warhorse has a little left in him. The IDF has given me these new abilities and I plan to use them. Take me up on my offer. Well, we could pick up right where we left off,
1: catching the bad guys. Even though they might be little gray ones with big black eyes?
0: <laughs> especially them.
1: Look, Jim, I need to give this some serious thought. You're near the end of your career, and I'm just getting started. This is a really big decision for me.
0: I know. I understand that. Please, think it over. You don't have to make
1: a decision right away. I think the first priority is for you to get better. You still have a lot of healing to do. We can discuss all this later.
0: Well, whatever you say, Kate. Just make sure that later doesn't mean never. All right, Jim.
1: It's been a rough day. I'm taking the Stip back to Martin State, then heading home.
0: Did you just hear yourself then?
1: What, going home? No. You're going to take the Stip
0: to another dimension, another world. And you said it like you were hopping on the Metro. I know,
1: Jim. I was thinking that very thing on the way here. It is what it is. I've come to accept it. But it has nothing to do with whether I stay or leave the force. Well,
0: I think it has everything to do with it. Let's not discuss it now. We'll talk later. Agreed.
1: Now, do your therapy and stop giving the nurses a hard time.
0: And how would you know that?
1: Because I know you, Barney. Jim's proposal is actually a good, logical solution to cover my frequent absence, should I become a full-time IDF agent. But that was the problem. I'm not sure if I want to be a full-time agent. I worked hard to get where I am today. Nobody handed me anything. I earned every promotion using hard work and dedication. I just wasn't ready to throw all of that away. and start all over as a rookie agent, posing as a PI. Me, a gumshoe. As much as I care for and respect Jim, I'm just not ready for such a drastic change. I would just have to tell Jim no for now and work out something with Pierman. In the meantime, it was back to work as usual the next day.
2: Hawk, how is Barnes doing? Have you heard? Good morning,
1: ma'am. I talked to his doctor last night and he's finally coming around. The doc said that his motor skills and speech seem to be intact. They're quite optimistic that he'll make a full recovery.
2: That's great news. How do you think he'll handle the forced retirement?
1: Well, I'm sure he'll resist that at first. But Jim's a realist. I think he understands deep down that this is coming.
2: Well, I'm not looking forward to it, but it's something that has to be done. Now, in the meantime, I have a case for you.
1: Arson or business fraud?
2: Maybe both, and you're not going to believe where.
1: <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. you got to be kidding me.
2: I wish I were. Take Officer Mack with you on this one. I've already briefed him. He's getting a car from the motor pool as we speak. Good luck.
1: Yes, ma'am. Please tell me you don't have another dimension jumper on the loose.
0: I heard. No, as far as I know, there have not been any
2: illegal breaches. This may be a normal act of vandalism or arson.
1: Nothing is normal anymore. I kind of miss the days of normal.
2: I can understand that crash that stip. But even if he didn't crash, we'd still be here, among you. At least you know now that we're here. I'm not
1: really sure which scenario is best right now.
2: Speaking of scenarios, did Barnes talk to you about his proposal? I haven't been over to see him this morning.
1: Yeah, but I haven't given him an answer
2: yet. Why not? I think it's a brilliant plan. You'll still be involved in local law enforcement, and you'll be free to take on missions of any length for the IDF.
1: Granted, it gives me cover to move about unsuspected. But as for law enforcement, there's a big difference between a detective's badge and being a gumshoe. I'm not really comfortable with giving up my career to start a new one.
0: I hope you reconsider, Kate. The IDF could use your skills. You proved that in Denmark.
1: I appreciate that. But you're asking me to make a life-altering decision. I've wanted to be a cop since I was a little girl. I've worked very hard to get where I am today, Pierman. It's hard to just walk away from all that. And all the people who've helped me along the way?
0: Like Detective Barnes?
1: Jim wouldn't be there if he wasn't being forced to retire. And he wouldn't have had to retire if he hadn't been shot investigating the Stip.
0: Well, this is your decision to make. I just hope you weigh all
2: the factors and come down on our side.
1: Whatever I decide, I hope you and Jim both will honor it. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some real police work to do.
2: Well, this ain't as bad as I thought it would be.
1: Looks like the fire was confined to the roof. Let's go talk to the owner.
2: Detective Hook! I can't believe this. After everything we went through with the prank, then Jeremy running off, now this? Who would do something like this?
1: Miss Florina, I have no idea. When I saw that it was your store, I just felt sick about it. Was anyone hurt?
2: No. It happened in the early morning hours. No one was here yet. They just now let me back in. The fire marshal said the damage was superficial. It was my spaceship, mostly. Your what? My spaceship! I had a carpenter friend of mine build a replica of the monument, just like the one that was up here. We were going to use it in that UFO TV show I mentioned to you. Now... Now, I don't know what I'm going to do.
1: Do you have any idea who would do something like this to you? Any enemies or competitors?
2: Not really, Detective. We have a small business community association here, and we're all pretty close. I can't imagine who would do this.
1: We haven't had a chance to talk to the fire marshal yet, but did he give you any indication what may have started the fire?
2: All he would say was the base was intact, so it looked like the fire started at the top of the structure and burned its way to the bottom. I told him we turned off all the lights we had on it, I believe they gathered up some of the wiring to determine if it was faulty. Detective, may I? Miss Florina, the last time I was here, you said that the only way to the roof was through the elevator, right? If you're asking did I let someone in again or gave someone a key, most certainly not. And just for the record, I didn't start this either. My business was back on top and I was looking at some free publicity and national TV coverage. Losing my spaceship was the last thing I would want. And like before, no other employees have a key. I still have the only key, and it has stayed with me. Look, I can't go through this finger-pointing again. All I know is that someone set fire to my money-making machine on the roof, and I want to know who.
1: And that's exactly why I'm here, Ellen. We'll get to the bottom of this. Of course, you remember what I told you when we said we'd have to close the store?
2: You mean about the mysterious craft that appeared on my roof and then hauled away by the police and taken to a secret location?
1: And turning your store into a new Roswell.
2: And then it was replaced with a replica that was mysteriously burned by... The Men in Black!
0: What's the meaning of all this? Detective Hawk, Homeland Security. You're going to have to come with us.
2: It is the Men in Black! Laura! It's the Men in Black! Laura! It's a
0: mini block! We need you to come with us. It's a matter of national security. Everything
1: is national security with you feds.
2: We're in the middle of an Austin case. You can't just pull us off a case right in the middle of the investigation. We have people to interview. Evidence to collect.
0: Not only can we pull her off this case, it's our duty to do so. Mac,
1: I'll handle this. Finish your questioning of Miss Farina and gather what evidence you can. Get with the fire marshal and see how soon we can get this report. I'll meet you back at the station. Assuming these gentlemen give me a ride.
2: I'll have a full report ready for you. But this is highly irregular and unprofessional.
0: Let's go, detective.
1: All right. Get a hold of the captain and let her know what's going on. You got it. I thought with the three main parties captured and locked up, I'd be finished with the whole STIP crash site fiasco. Now it's like I'm starting all over, back to Ellen's store, asking the same questions as before. But this time, I find myself riding in the back of a black SUV with two silent bobs in black. We arrived at a location near the Federal Building, where I was escorted up two flights of stairs to a small conference room with no windows, just the drone hum of fluorescent lights.
0: Please have a seat, Detective. Someone will be right with you.
1: I'd rather stand. And somebody better tell me why you pulled me off my case and dragged me here. We'd rather you sit. Please. Fine.
0: Detective Hawk.
1: You! From the Von Longer interview. It's you! That means these guys are with Pierman. Yes, Detective. You! The fire! Pierman! Pierman!
0: Why was Kate abducted by Pierman's men? And why did he start the fire just to get to her? What's behind the mystery? Find out in the next episode of the Huck Chronicles' Deceit. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Twisted Pulp Pulp Magazine. magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Twisted Pulp Pulp Magazine. magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com